0: Hello and welcome to AV's Ripping Wax Packs. This is Aaron Vaughn, your host, and this is episode one of hopefully what is a bunch of episodes called Ripping Wax Packs. The premise is I have this big box of random baseball wax packs and I will once a week randomly choose a baseball wax pack from that box. And then we will talk about the year, the history of that card, um, anything that has to do with that pack and the cards that year, um, or the history of the year of the, and make of that card. Um, this is the first time I've done this, so any help that you could give me on our Twitter account would be great. Um, I've just always enjoyed opening wax packs. Um, I started collecting baseball cards when I was about maybe seven, seven or eight years old. And my big brother, who's about six years older than me, he kind of got me into it by us opening packs together. And the nostalgia of still doing that to these days, now that I'm in my 40s, um, is still fun for me, Um, just like maybe a lot of you at that age. Um, And I grew up in kind of the age that now is called the 80s and 90s, kind of the wax junk packs of that time, because um, they were just so overproduced when we got into the you know late 80s and in the 90s, early 90s. And uh, I just really enjoy still ripping wax packs um, and the history of baseball. So hopefully this goes well. We'll try it for a while. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but that's kind of the premise of what we're going to do. What we will do each week is, um, once I've randomly picked a wax pack, um, I will put that video and a picture of the pack on Twitter, and the Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs, and I'll research a little bit about that, and then in a couple days, I'll have a, the podcast uh, about that pack, and then we'll rip it um, on the podcast, and I'm going to also have that on YouTube So you can see it and hopefully I can get the audio to go with that um, onto my podcast and then we'll just talk about it and we'll also talk about different things that have to do with that year with uh, different things that have happened in baseball uh, history throughout that time and other times and just some good stories and hopefully you um, can give me some comments on the Twitter page and I can give you a shout out on my podcast and um, tell your stories about um, different cards maybe you liked from that year or special ones that um, that meant a lot to you or something that jogs your memory That on, on a card that we rip um, from the pack and have a lot of fun with it. So, um, yeah, that's how it's going to go. So um, I've pulled 1985 Fleer uh, as the pack that we're going to rip. And the first thing I want to do is just um, talk a little bit about that year Um, like anybody can do. You can look online and kind of find some different um, tidbits about each type of baseball card in the year and all that type of stuff. Um, But as I'm looking at the pack, um, it's blue and it says 1985 with some like fire around the 1985 and it says baseball Logo, stickers, trading cards. Win $100 savings bond. That that always got to me. Um, I'm always trying to um, do the little things that it said when I was a kid on there. Whether it was to go to spring training camp or whatever it was. That always, it, it pulled me right in. Just because I already liked baseball cards. But the little special treats you could get if you won something. Which I never did. Um, so it has some of that on it. Um, it says, one logo sticker and 15 cards. Um, and just a little bit of, um, a little description of the, the set. So, um, it has 660 cards, uh, the 1985 Fleer set. Um, and since this is random, you know, we might go back and forth to different years before and after, cause I never know what I'm going to pull out of my big box of random packs. So, um, The card fronts on these um, had full-color photos, um, a team logo with the player's name and position. Um, uh, There's also a black and white photo on the back of it, and that was happening for the third straight year in FLIR baseball cards. Um, The cards are ordered alphabetically within the team in the set, and the teams are ordered in the base of their performance from the year before. So that's how they kind of put the set together. Um, the borders are kind of enclosing the photo, um, are color coded to correspond to the players team. Um, there are different subsets of this year in 1985 Fleer. Uh, they're the superstar spe- specials, kind of the higher numbers. They start at 626 and go to 643. So some of those cards that were the uh, superstar specials, um, you probably remember these if you ever opened one of these packs when you were that age. But there was like a Cal Ripken Jr. in action or a Mike Mike Schmidt in action. The Mike Schmidt had like four different um, poses of Schmidt doing in action stuff, like swinging. Um, There was a Ricky Henderson and a Dave Winfield AL Pitcher's Nightmare. There was... Um, different NL All Stars together on one card. Um, just a few of the few like that from in those numbers. Um, Reggie Jackson hit his 500th home run, so there's a card for that. Pete Rose had his 4,000th hit, so there's one for that. There's a father and son card with Kyle Ripken Jr. and Kyle Ripken Sr. So, and there was more than that, but those were just a few that were like that. That was a um, pretty special part of that set. Um, this was the first time they had the, the two players on, as a major league prospect in these on these cards. So from 644 to 653, they had the two players as major league prospects on these. Um, and as, if I can remember correctly, and we'll find out when we rip this if we get any, but... Uh, there weren't too many, I don't think, on that year that were great, the dual-player cards that were prospects that were very good, but um, I could be wrong on that. and just kind of go off the top of my head. But the, the big rookies this year, and I can remember opening packs and packs of Tops, Fleer, and Donruss trying to get some of these. I can remember trying to get Roger Clemens – um, and this was a big, he was a big rookie that year. Eric Davis was one of my favorite players. And he, he was one of the ones that I used to collect all the time. And I remember his cards, you know, were worth quite a bit. Now they're not worth anything. It's not like you're looking for that card all the time, but it was Roger Clemens, Eric Davis, um, Dwight Goodens in there. And he was huge at that time. Um, Kirby Puckett obviously is, is probably, um, the most the rookie that's worth the most there and the most sought after the Clemens in the pocket. Um, I can remember back then Saber Hagen was big, Brett Saber Hagen. Um, Jimmy Key was that year as a rookie. Oral Hershiser was a big one. Then, uh, Mark Langston, Terry Pendleton, there's more in there, maybe Sean Dunstan and John Franco. Those are the ones that kind of lists on the internet. Um, there's some more in there. But those are the kind of the main ones. But the main that you really always tried to pull, that I tried to pull, were Eric Davis, Roger Clemens, Kirby Puckett, and Dwight Gooden. Um, so um, that's a little bit about some of the the way that the cards were set up that year, and some of the the rookie cards that were the the big deal cards. Then there's also a lot of Hall of Famers in there that had already that had already been good players, obviously. Um, and some of them, you know, had started in the late seventies and were just getting into their prime of their careers that were good cards too. Um, um, it also says in the, in some of the research I did that, um, it's believed that the Fleer 85 Fleer was produced a little bit less than the 85 Donner Sir Tops, So that would make it you know, worth a little bit more because it was in limited quantities. Now, who knows nowadays, because all this is kind of, there's some good decent cards in there, but they're not worth what they were once were back then when you were ripping them and for a few years and when they started um, overproducing in the market. Um, So in your wax boxes, you had uh, 36 packs per box, like normal, 15 cards plus a, uh, a logo sticker. Um, in the pack and I can remember those logo stickers. Um, I had those everywhere. (laughs) Um, I can remember putting, putting them, um, on boxes of cards. I had, um, books when I had covers for books at school, I'd put them on those. They were just everywhere. I was probably a real dork for doing that, but, um, my um, favorite team back then, and it still is to this day, I'm from the Akron, Ohio area. So the Cleveland Indians were my favorite. So I had Chief Wahoo everywhere. And that's a whole nother subject we could get on of getting rid of um, Chief Wahoo as the mascot, I get it. Um, But it just had always been, and that's what I grew grew up with. Um, So the Cleveland Indians were always my favorite because I'm from that area. Uh, I like the Reds too. I've actually spent part, part of my life probably half of my life closer to to Cincinnati um um but I'm always going to be an Indians fan in my heart um just you when you're from up there you're a Cleveland fan through and through so you have the Browns the Indians and the Cavs and those that's who you followed when you're up there especially when your dad and your brother are constantly um bickering bickering and arguing about um, why the Indians and the Browns can never win anything. And the Cavs finally did for us. (laughs) So, um, now the cello packs, there are 24 cello packs per box, 28 cards and two logo stickers in those packs. Um, and at this point they didn't really have rate, um, insert cards per se or anything like that. You know, that came a little later. Um, so that's a little bit of the history of it, you know, and like I said if on the Twitter account, if you want to say some more things about nineteen eighty five flair I'm always looking for good input and i'll I'll talk about it on the next episode um before I get into the new pool so um that's a little bit about that. there were also some checklists at the end that's that was always at the end of the um like the last like seven cards I think were checklists so um and I'm kind of looking at those um rookies the the major league prospects the dual rookies i'm looking at it online right now and i see i rob deer was one of them i can remember trying to get that card rob deer had uh, it was pretty good for a little while but obviously now you don't think about that card billy hatcher and sean dunston were on the same card i can remember getting that pulling that card and it doesn't look like there's many other ones that, that ended up being great you know i can remember zane smith and glenn davis was really good at a time but Um, didn't last too long so um, like I said I'm not going to get everything right on here Um, I just enjoy talking about it and looking at cards and ripping wax packs so I'm going to rip this wax pack now I have the uh, 1985 Fleer pack here I'm going to show it and I'm going to open it up the best that I can to show you each card and i've never done this so this is the first time that i'm opening this up so here it is i'm going to slowly unwrap and as i do that i'm going to be very careful and try not to rip it too much these don't have the the gum in it so that's you don't get the wax stains on everything but um It's kind of nostalgic to smell that gum there's something about the gum and the cardboard together that is awesome but these will have the sticker so all right here's our wax pack wrapper and we're going to start with the first card and it's george wright george wright don't remember a lot about him and we're not going to take too long on these but we'll go through a little each one Jeff Robinson, I can remember him. He looks really young there. Pretty good pitcher. Mike Witt. And if you all have any stories about any of these players or any of these cards, hit us up on our at Ripping Wax Packs uh, Twitter handle, and I'd be glad to give you a shout-out and talk about your story, at least a few of them, uh, the next time we have an episode. Mike Boddicker, really good pitcher. Another pitcher, Craig Lefferts. Luis Leal, another pitcher. Wow, got a lot of pitchers here. And then the side armor here, Dan Quisenberry. He was a good pitcher, good relief pitcher. Um, I'm not sure he might have started some, but um, he was pretty much a relief pitcher, I believe. The quiz. Chris Chambliss, good first baseman, had a pretty long career, really long career, actually. Dwayne Murphy. We're looking for that Clemens or that uh, Puckett. Those would be the big ones, and I love the Eric Davis. And everybody loves Raleigh Fingers mustache. It's classic. Classic Raleigh Fingers mustache. Got to love it. Ken Phelps. I do remember this card. I think this is his rookie, too. Alvin Davis, he had some pretty good years. That rookie year, it says, I'm looking at the back of the card right now, it says 27 home runs and 116 RBI. Pretty awesome for a for a first-year player and hitting .284. Wow. You know, he had a few good years. Mike Scott, great pitcher as well. Bill Buckner, oh, boy. Bill Buckner. He's in a great spot there, um, his first base spot, and everybody knows in the World Series, and I believe that was 1986, correct me if I'm wrong, It's just I'm just going through these off the top of my head, when uh, Mookie Wilson hit the ball that went between his legs, and poor guy, he was treated so badly for all those years until they won a World Series, but really they had other chances, and... Um, that was in Game 6, and they could have come back in Game 7, but it's never up to one person in their fault. But he he always had a good attitude about it and was a really good guy. But he was a really good player too, Bill Buckner. And The last card, Rick Lysander. And then we have the Brewers sticker. And like I said, those stickers, I had those everywhere. Um, and you had these little entry forms for certain sweepstakes and I was always wanting to win the sweepstakes and I never did. After a while, I think I stopped filling the things out, but I did for a while. So when you look at these cards, so we'll just go back to the um, Raleigh Fingers because it's just classic. The The card has got a great, great border. I love the gray border, it's awesome. It's a beautiful card. Gray border, um, you have the the team logo up in the corner. Those are always cool. The team logos name on the top and then their position. And, uh, looks like this was a photo that wasn't in action, but they did have some that were in action. Like this one was in action. So really nice job on the pictures. Um, Um, on the back you have Flair always had their minor league and at least this year had their minor league and their, Um, full major league stats on the back Um, because some of them didn't do that we'll get to some other ones but off the top of my head I'm thinking that maybe Donruss had you know like their last five years or something like that but I could be wrong there so um, don't be too mean on the comments here I'm just doing this for the first time Um, just so everybody knows um, I'll try to do this once a week if I can Um, if I get more time I'll try to do it twice but um, one a week for now. Uh, I just love looking at, um, baseball cards and opening wax packs. Um, baseball is my favorite. I do have some other cards too. So at some point I might open some football or, uh, basketball wax packs, but as of right now, it's going to be baseball and, uh, we'll go from there and hopefully we can make this a, a fun weekly thing. And, uh, just talk a little bit about baseball and hopefully in the next episode, I get some comments and, uh, y'all can hear some of your stories. Um, I can just remember one story before I go, I can remember, um, kind of got me into it was, I was at this store called Lawson's. I don't know if anyone remembers it. I think it turned into dairy Mart later, but it was called Lawson's and my mom and dad would go in there and always go get some stuff from there. It's like a little convenience store. And, uh, seems like you could get baseball cards anywhere. So we would go in there and get uh, um, just a few wax packs. You know, they were, I don't know, 25, 35 cents there. And I remember my brother and I went in there and then we were waiting for our parents or my mom or something. And we sat out on the, we we sat right out on the sidewalk and just sat there. Um, And I really looked up to my brother. So he opens, I think it was a 1984 Donruss, which is one of my favorite cards. Um and uh, years of card. And he pulled that, I remember him opening the pack and he pulled Daryl Strawberry, 1984 Donruss, and it was like the the coolest thing. You know, that card and obviously the Mattingly, that's the biggest one now. But at that point, Mattingly and Strawberry were huge. And he pulled that Strawberry and it was like, oh my goodness, it was like unbelievable. We were so excited. And being the, the six year, I'm six years younger than my brother. It was like, dude, that's awesome. Now are you going to trade me or not? You know, and he's like, no, I'm not trading you. Um, that's my card. But, um, it was just, that's one cool story I just thought of off the top of my head that just made me think of kind of how I got started into cards. And I just always loved baseball, played baseball in college, um, and just love sports and love to talk sports. But hopefully this can be a weekly thing as we get this going and we can get you more involved as you send in Twitter comments. And uh hope everybody has a great uh day and we can get this thing going. Again, it's uh the Twitter handle is at ripping wax packs and the podcast is called AV's Ripping Wax Packs. And remember you can watch the pack being ripped on YouTube. And uh, just look up Ripping Wax Packs on YouTube, and you should be able to find it there. Well, that's the end of episode one. Uh, This is Aaron Vaughn for AV's Ripping Wax Packs, and hope to talk to you soon. Have a good one.